You know, you've probably said it a million times that there are just not enough hours in the day. I'm pretty great at time management, and I still wish there were more hours in the day to do all the things I want to get done. But you'd be surprised once you actually sit down and see where you're wasting your time and try to cut those things out, how many more hours you get back in your day. So that's where today's episode comes from. I'll be sharing 10 tips to help you find more time in your day. So let's get started with this week's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. We all wish there were more hours in the day, but unfortunately, no matter how hard we try, we all only have the same 24 hours to work with. So it comes down to what do you do with those 24 hours? I planned this list to only be four items, but the more I started thinking about my days and kind of how I organize them, the list just kept growing. So now it's 10 ways to find more time in your day. I'm starting out with this major caveat. No day is going to be perfect. And you need to give yourself grace. You need to learn to pivot and don't beat yourself up when things don't go as planned because they rarely do. Life will always store you curveballs. This weekend, I planned on batch recording some podcast episodes and I ended up having to take two kids to urgent care and that ate up three hours of my morning. So yeah, you need to learn how to pivot and just roll with the punches sometimes. So let's get started with the 10 things that will help you find more time in your day. Number one, plan your week because a goal without a plan is just a wish. So stop wishing for an organized week and actually take the time on your weekends to plan out the week ahead. What I do is I take an old notebook. Uh, it's actually one of my kids' old notebooks from last year that they used about three or four pages in. I didn't want to throw it out, so ripped a couple of pages out, and uh, that's what I use. Nothing fancy. I do my brain dump for the week. I put everything I need to do in there. So if I need to make doctor's appointments, if I need to run to UPS to do an Amazon return, because Lord knows I feel like I do one of those a week, buy a birthday gift, pay a bill, it all goes on that list. And then I look into my Google calendar and I see what activities the kids have for the week or what other time commitments I may have. And then I figure out what my evenings look like. Is Russ going to be working at home or is he going into the city? And then I meal plan around that. I know on Tuesday night, I have to bring Michael somewhere around five o'clock. I know that I can't plan a big meal that night. So I go for something simple like leftovers or something that will take me no more than 15 minutes. Number two, have a good morning routine. So what I'm about to say is tough for some, but you need to get up early. If you're not getting up at least an hour before your kids, then you're not starting your morning off on the right foot. I get up at 4.30 in the morning, and I know for most that's crazy, but I love getting up early. I, I didn't always love it. It was really, really tough at first, but I started with 15-minute increments. I would get up 15 minutes earlier than I did the week before. 
eventually it turned into 4.30 in the morning because there's so much I want to get done. And the only time to really do it is the morning. So it eventually became a habit, a healthy habit that now I implement every day. I used to get up a half hour before the kids with just enough time to get myself showered and get their lunches packed. But now that extra time in the morning gives me so much time to do my morning routine, to have my amazing hot cup of coffee in peace, and just start the day on the right foot. Number three, don't get distracted by your phone. I'm so guilty of this one. Picking up my phone a thousand times a day, falling down the rabbit hole of reels. And it's hard because we all have so much information on our phones. I have my passwords, my emails, photographs of important papers, calendar. I'll need a password and I'll pick up my phone to go look for a password. But somehow I end up on Instagram. And before I know it, 15 minutes have gone by. I watched about 20 reels on cake decorating. And then I'll think, why did I pick up my phone? There was a reason. And I'll totally have forgotten what that reason was. So be mindful. You should also be checking under your settings, if you have an iPhone, your screen time. Your phone tracks everything. It tracks how many times you pick up your phone, how long you're on your phone, how many hours a day. And then you can go into further detail to find out how much time you've spent on each app. If you haven't checked this out, it's very eye-opening. Please check it out. And just a tip, what I have started to do is I move my social media or anything that sends me a notification that isn't important for like work or text messages off my main screen when I open my phone. I try to put it all the way at the end. So I have to actually make an effort to look for Facebook or Instagram. Number four, I block. You're going to actually block out time in your week to do items on your to-do list. And you're going to group all like items together. So you're going to go back to the brain dump. We did number one. You're going to go through that list and you're going to highlight all like items. If you have phone calls and emails to make, you're going to do all of them in one sitting. If you have errands to run, you're going to try to do all of them together. For example, if I have to drop something at the UPS store, because again, we do an Amazon return at least once a week, I either do that on the way to pick up my daughter from school or on the way home. Once I am out, I am out. Number five, lean on your village for help. There's that wonderful saying, it takes a village, and it really does. One easy way to lean on your village is carpooling. If your child is in activity and there's another kid in that activity that lives relatively close to you, offer to carpool with their parent. Say, hey, I could drive them there if you could drive them home or vice versa. They drive there and you drive home. If you don't have a friend in that activity, make a parent friend. I promise you, you're helping each other out. You're doing each other a favor. There's very few moms out there that won't say, oh, yeah, I'll take that ride home. We're getting to the end of this list, I promise. Number seven, do a time audit on yourself and track what is taking up your time. And at the end of every day, just look the list over. You'd be surprised what you spend your time on. I know for me, one of those things ended up being, and I hate admitting it, dance moms. I do not watch a lot of TV. I definitely do not watch reality TV. And this particular show, I'm not a huge fan of because I feel like the kids just get put down and the cattiness of the moms, but my daughter is obsessed with it. And for some reason, when it's on, I find myself getting sucked in. Before I know it, I have hours gone by, and I'm like, what did I just do with myself? So that show is no longer allowed on in our house for many reasons, but most of all, because I get sucked into it and it's a waste of my time. My point is, 
There are things in your day that you don't realize are taking up a lot of your time that if you just were mindful of it and you cut them out, you'd be surprised how much more time you get back in your day. Number eight, boundaries at work. And I feel like this is extra hard for people when they work from home because it's very hard to shut work off at the end of the day. But if your job is nine to five, eight to five, then you should really try to stick to those hours. It's not always realistic. I completely get it. But once you start responding to emails after hours and answering those calls after hours, you're setting a precedent. And then it's almost like it's expected of you. So don't feel guilty about shutting down and giving your family the time that they deserve because you're never going to get that time back. The way I started thinking about it was I make a salary. So if you divide my salary by the amount of hours I work, that's my hourly rate. My salary is not going up. So if I end up working more hours, I'm actually getting paid less per hour. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, if you get paid hourly and you're getting paid extra for those hours, then, you know, it's a little harder to say no to, but you could still set those boundaries. Number nine, set boundaries outside of work. When you do that time audit, if you're seeing you're spending a lot of time on something in particular or someone in particular, and you're not really seeing a return of investment on the time that you're spending with that person or that thing, then do something about it. You could either give it up or distance yourself or set a mental time limit when you're dealing with it for less of the time that you're spending on it now and set that boundary. Do not go over that time. And we've made it to the end of our list. Number 10, outsource tedious chores and tasks. This is only if you can afford it. And if it makes sense for you, I attended a workshop a couple of years ago with a woman who was in a leadership position in my company. And I remember during the workshop, she mentioned that she was a mom. And then I kept thinking, well, is she a mom and in a leadership position? She must not get to spend a lot of time with her kids. So after the workshop, I came up to her afterwards and chatting. And I asked her, how do you do it all? How are you able to be a mom and be in a leadership position? And she said, I don't do it all. She said, I outsource where I can. So that way, when I'm home, I could be with my kids and I can be with my husband. She said, if you can afford it, don't feel guilty about getting someone to help you clean the house or to shop from home for groceries. Doing those tasks, take the time away from your family. And that really resonated with me. Now, when I have a lot on my plate, I look to see what I can outsource. Cleaning is usually the first thing that comes to mind because I could spend four hours on a Saturday morning cleaning. I'm just really picky when it comes to cleaning, so I haven't found the perfect cleaning helper yet. And shopping from home actually saves me money because I'm sticking to a list. I look at what my meal plan is for the week. I write down whatever ingredients I might be missing, the normal kids' snacks for the week, and that's all I get. And maybe a couple of things that might be on sale that week. But if I actually go to the grocery store, I'm buying off the list. I'll buy everything on the list. But as I'm strolling up and down those aisles, for some reason, I'm picking up stuff and just adding it to the cart. So I end up spending more money than I would if I just shopped from home. So that was a really long list, much longer than I expected. But I promise you, even if you do one of those things, you will get so much more out of your day. And start small. You don't have to do everything at once. Pick the time or cell phone audit. And take time to really understand where you're spending all your extra time. And make small changes. 
one step in the right direction every day over time can lead to big changes. Well, I hope that you found this episode helpful and that you walk away with at least one thing that you will action this week. And if you'd like to share, you can head on over to our free Facebook community and let us know how you did. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful. If you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me, and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.